And we're back. Yeah, P, revving up for TIFF. Yes, TIFF 2017. Yeah. Now with less website. Uh, <laughs> now with less, less interneting. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> last year was their uh, first year, their maiden voyage on the SS Ticketmaster. Yes. And well, was it Ticketmaster or was it that like subsidiary Ticketmaster jazz? No, it was Ticketmaster. Yeah, like like the underpinnings, like what's okay. underneath it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's like uh, Captain America. It's like Hydra underneath everything. So it's Ticketmaster <laughs> underneath uh, the new engine uh, since last year. And uh, what happened was it was not as terrible last year. But I feel like last year, a lot of people still did um, old school or a mix of old school and new school like I do. Like, I don't go for the mobile ticket option. I still go for will call so that I get hard tickets printed out. Okay. Um, There's just a few other things. Like, you could go all in. You still have to, like, process your order, like, through that engine. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like this year there was... I don't know if the traffic could be higher because... I don't think their membership numbers are where they used to be, um, just based yeah. on so many people um, letting, uh, not a lot, but I am I know just anecdotally of a few people who let their membership lapse, or oh, even yeah. um, they may not review, renew after this year based on um, their experience so far. So I, it's just the amount of complaints on the internet about the website this year, and even like the issues that I've seen myself. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised last year about how not terrible the Ticketmaster experience was compared to the old MaxWeb. Okay. Um, this year, it was, uh, it was. I mean, nothing is ever going to be worse than waiting in line outdoors for hours around College <laughs> yeah, Park sure. or Manual Life yeah. with a paper envelope where you've had yeah. to circle and highlight things. Yeah. Like. And again, I and, like, and and not necessarily getting the movie that you wanted because you were waiting in line the and, whole time, and yeah. not finding out until yeah. a week after you've dropped off your choices that you didn't get your movies. Yeah. I mean, it's it's only recently that they even started sending you emails before Labor Day, like Sunday Monday, to even tell you what you got. No way. Yeah, it was literally you would put a message in a bottle and let it go off to sea, and then you would find <laughs> out you know, sometimes just a few days before the festival was starting, what you even got. And then you had like all these vouchers and to do exchanges and it was a whole, yeah. So yeah. I think people are, memories are short on the yeah. flip side. You know, we have the technology and yeah. it's not an excuse anymore. Like the technology no, has been around long enough to With- make it more robust. With the way it takes over the city, the whole um, festival, there's no excuse for uh, the way you purchase tickets, like it being so antiquated. Like it's, it should be this, the least, it should be the easiest part of the film festival. It's just like buying tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely post-fest, I think we're going to have to do another uh, website teardown <laughs> episode. Um <laughs> I should call it uh, another UI, UI UX teacher. I know he's really. We call him like the 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 razor because he just like will cut, like cut everything down the middle. Like 
of what's wrong with it. And he's like right on the money every time. Ooh, and Mana wants to be on too. So we might have this a four person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. It would be interesting also to have some sort of fresh eyes as sure. well for that sure. conversation because they have made major improvements over the past. Oh, they years. have. Oh, okay. Okay. Do they still have that like Tumblr esque element to it? A little bit. Ah, yeah. We'll, say, we'll save it. Yeah. We'll save, yeah. We'll save that. Yeah. yeah. We'll save it for that show. But yeah, it's just this year. Uh, it's slightly degraded in terms of the experience for people trying to do transactions online. Um, they, continue to make micro changes without communicating them uh i'll 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 let it slide with the google like micro changes like you know we won't tell you about the micro changes but if it's a big you know difference in customer experience like let me know like have a pop-up have like one of those ai things being like hi welcome back we've made some changes something like something but yeah so the biggest change this year um, for me personally, yeah. is that at Roy Thompson Hall yeah. and at Princess of Wales, it's assigned seating. Oh, And you don't what? get to pick your seat. It uh, just gives what? you the best available. Yeah. That's not cool. So if you get tickets and you see a friend in line and you wait together, you can't like sit with them or save them a seat or anything if you have that's, a movie at Roy Thompson Hall or Princess of Wales. That is, like, really bad. That's, like, I can't... I'm trying to think of the logic behind that, but couldn't they just, uh, you know, uh, book book the first two rows, like, for the special people? Like, what's the point of, like, the whole theater being a side seat? Oh, that's just a bad idea. Yeah. People uh people will people will uh rally against it. People will like not take it. It's gonna be like a um uh, overthrow the government moment or something. Like they're just gonna forget this, man. It it's gonna be interesting because I'm sure even though people have been talking about it on Twitter and it is in your email where you get your confirmation, I'm sure I'm a a hundred percent sure there's still people that don't know. Oh, absolutely. So there's going to be people that are lining up and I guess they'll hear it from other people in the line and they'll have like the panic situation of, you know, texting a friend to be like, I thought I could save you a seat, but I can't yeah. like, yeah. what's your ticket number? Yeah. And then there'll be all of that Michigas. And then on the other side, there'll also be people who will legit just not know and sit down. Like they'll get in, oh. they'll sit down and oh, yeah. then you'll be walking in 10 minutes before the movie starts and you'll have someone flipping out on you. Yep. Oh yeah, there'll there'll be a lot of flip outs, a lot of wig outs. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that they make sure to have the volunteers in those theaters save enough seats in the reserved rows that they can then have those seats available for people who lose their seat twice. So somebody <laughs> who doesn't know that it's reserved sits down, and then they're sitting there up until let's say t minus ten minutes. So they start mm-hmm. to let in rush people, a rush person sits in that person's actual assigned seat. By the time the owner of the seat they're in arrives, there's a scuffle and a dust up. Then one of those two people has to like sit somewhere. They're in there. They have a ticket, but due to their process and the fact that at, you know, 15 minutes before the movie, they let rush people in and they tell them 
sit anywhere because yeah, your seat is only seat. held until 50 minutes before. Go find a seat like, amongst all these like assigned seats and like step yeah. over people. Like, yeah, so that's the other oh, thing. How man. is the rush thing going to work? Because they say technically your seat's only reserved until 50 minutes before. Yeah. But for people like me who do 30 movies, I do have one tight turnaround yeah. where I'm heading to a reserved seating theater for the second one that day. And I don't know if I'm going to make it in time to get my assigned seat. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter must be like blowing up with uh, it, it happening. You know, when people first or at least the movie nerds that I interact with on Twitter first discovered it, we honestly just thought, oh, this is a mistake. And then Mm -hmm. just realized, there's so many things to complain about. And there's so many other people complaining. And again, these are first world problems. And also, (laughs) you know, there was recently, you know, hurricane. And there's another one coming for, you know, another side of the country down there. In America, I mean, complaining <laughs> well, about, s- oh, no, my have to see assigned seating for, like, my gala movie. That's... <laughs> I, w- I will say this. This problem probably occurs at the North Korean Film Festival, too. That's true. Yeah, with the assigned seating. That's so. that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. But so. it's only one movie all the time. Right? <laughs> that's true. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what a film festival would be like there. Well, they have they have one like they have like a real one. Uh, well, I don't know what, how real it is. Like uh, uh, when the other one was alive, uh, the guy's dad, Kim Jong Il. Yeah, the uh, Pyongyang International Film Festival. That's uh, the Korea uh, capital of North Korea. I don't think that's how you say that. <laughs> No, I don't think so either. I think that was dangerously close to how you should never say that. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Uh, yeah, there's a there's yeah there's a lot of articles online about it, and uh, yeah, it's funny. That's funny. So have you you you've got your schedule all together? Like I I took a quick peruse. Yes, my first movie is the Grace Jones documentary, and I also have. Oh. Uh, an interview that morning and I was really struggling today with what outfit works for uh, <laughs> a Bay Street-esque kind of job interview and also for Grace Jones' documentary and the answer is no. Yeah, it doesn't really meet. It doesn't meet anywhere in the middle. There's no those Venn diagram circles. Um, there's no cosmopolitan day-to-night look easy transition. So you're either going to look crazy <laughs> way too buttoned up yeah. at the second thing or way, way too crazy too crazy for the first thing so it's i think not, I'm it's just not gonna, gonna be a good it's not gonna be a good culture fit for you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's no easy code switching there yeah there's funny. no you know obama doing you know a dap up and then regular handshake <laughs> as he moves down a line <laughs> from you know colored to non-colored folk there's none of that i've got to fully change looks also um my foot which mm-hmm. may be the background image for this podcast if that's not okay. too perverse it, it probably is i'll text you a picture of my foot i'm wearing an ankle <laughs> brace now uh, due to 
drinking too much? No. Oh, old age. Oh, oh, no, it might be gout. I was debating. It might be gout. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it just... I was so walking went- by an escalator in the path today, oh, the boy. one that's in yeah. between Metro Hall and Roy Thompson Hall. Because yes, I always yes. like to I like to walk the route before the every festival. Day. Walk that every day. The different routes, like, to get between movie theaters. Because I do... Sure like to do the path when the whole festival street nonsense is going on because mm-hmm. it's a lot faster to get from one side of town to the other going underground versus above ground. Yes. So I was walking the route. I saw that that escalator that's uh, right before you get to the sort of glass area was one of the escalators was being repaired and had kind of PTSD level flashbacks to the Scotiabank elevator last year which they claim is fixed now, but it hasn't been put under any load or stress yet. So Okay, <laughs> it's going to break during it. it Let's will see break what happens it. this week. Yeah. I don't want to speak ill, but like I've been on it when it stopped for less, like for like and, not and that many people. My foot was fine, but then all yeah. of a sudden, like my ankle, and I was walking, it was daylight. I was sober. I didn't even have anything heavy in my bag. Okay. And my foot just started to hurt so much. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's like psychosomatic or something, if that's the correct usage of that. I'm not sure. But yeah, anyway, my foot is in a brace and it's elevated right now. I'm concerned. Um, this year I was unintentionally smart and I have almost no very early movies. I think my earliest movie starts at noon this year. Okay. Uh, normally I usually have some nines or whatever, but I think when they did the compacted schedule and taking out the hot dogs theater, which I, the last few years, I've always had like at least one movie that starts at a stupid time, like 8.45 AM. Yeah. I don't have any of that nonsense, which means I can take full advantage of, uh, the extended bar license that they extend to a few establishments around Festival Village. Yeah. Till four. Yes. Well, it's not only Festival Village. It comes up to like Dundas Westhood. Yeah, yeah. Basically, all you need is to have one TIFF party booked and you're able to apply for that license, I think. That's it, eh? Yeah. So the second day, my first movie's at two and it's called Les Affamés and it's a Quebec, I think it's a zombie movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then uh, I have two more documentaries. So out of my first four three documentaries wow so the next one is the china hustle and okay. it's going to be yep more uh stories about how rich people got richer off the backs of other people during you know some sort of economic crisis sure and then after that it's the gospel according to andre andre leon Talley. oh right 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 at large yes is he, is he appearing at that god i hope so oh that'd if be hilarious is, i need so many pictures of what he's wearing yeah he should just do a ted talk or like a podcast like a video podcast yeah or ideally he records the audio ahead of time and then it plays over him just changing in and out of cape after cape after cape (laughs) and sunglasses like capes and sunglasses yeah so he could record his talk and then he just sort of sits there and then there's like a series of like um divans and other things for him to lounge on 
or <laughs> be perched next to because he's he's a tall dude too. Oh, he he's like seven or no taller than seven feet. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he's like a Star Trek character, but in oh, real boy. life. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to see if he's there, what he's wearing. But I'm sure the documentary will have tons of looks. Crazy. And then uh, the day after that, my first movie is The Death of Stalin. So it's okay. pretty funny. It's part of the platform program, which I don't even... Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the newer programs. I forget what the definition is. Uh, but I think Jason Isaacs is in that. So okay. I may or may not scream out hello to Jason Isaacs. Then... Yeah. Uh, should corner him. The Big Bad Fox in Other Tales. It's animated. Uh, very much in the vein of your log driver type look and feel. Nice. Uh, then the next one is Public Schooled. It's the movie where, you know, super smart kid's been homeschooled and then meets a cute girl and decides to, like, deliberately fail uh, his test, I think, to get into university so he can go to public school. Okay. Interesting. And then uh, I think I it's like a, a rom-com from Nigeria. I think it's from Nigeria called okay. The Royal Hibiscus Hotel. Is that a take on the no the marigold the marigold no the, this is the like Nigerian a, the Nigerian version of the marigold hotel the magnificent whatever I'm so. saying no but maybe it is but if Dev Patel shows up I'll uh, <laughs> let you know I was wrong but I think this is like a more semi traditional rom com where okay. somebody's family needs to sell a hotel and then it ends up being to the person who's like family or they are the rich owner. Like think the shop around the corner but a hotel in okay. in Nigerians. But it looks like a good meet cute whatever setup. Okay. Um so yeah, that that's my first couple of days. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. So, pretty What's excited. You're starting off with like documentaries, though. Was that something you were that you always have done, like, or it just fell? The cards fell that way. The past few years, I've found that I've ended up starting off with documentaries early. Okay. And often it's just because there aren't that many theatrical films that aren't galas uh, or premiere screenings on the first couple of nights. Okay. So you don't have as many choices if you aren't willing to pay for the premium screening okay so that's something where i do find my uh, documentaries i tend to be front heavy with those but that's okay like they're always good and the documentary program is one of the few programs that they don't i mean maybe they've made a documentary a premium screening in the past but it would be the kind of documentary that i probably wouldn't want to see anyway right but usually what would happen is it's not the documentary that they would make premium it's that if there's an in conversation with related to the topic of the documentary, the person in it, then they make that a premium. Okay. And even then that's only a recent development. So back to the year when Chris Rock was here with good hair. Mm -hmm. uh, And then the day after good hair, they had the in conversation with Chris Rock. That was not a premium event. You could just get that with your regular flex pack. Nice. Which was amazing. Yeah. But I guarantee you if they had that now, maybe the documentary wouldn't be premium. But for sure, the in conversation with Chris Rock would be. Would be, yeah. 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 So. Anything added would be, yeah, it's a premium. Yeah. And then those are 
you know, they range from 40 to 50 something, depending on if it's a day or night. I think, I don't know if the variance for premium is day or night. Although oh, I really? did for the first time ever, or mm-hmm. not the first time ever, but the first time in my recent memory, buy two tickets for a premium screening. Oh, really? Yeah. So Mary worked on Shape of Water. Okay. But uh, because she was only on it for a few months, we weren't sure if she'd be able to get a last minute ticket from somebody else who's actually, you know, was on it for longer. Okay. And we didn't want to chance it. So we got on the single ticket member day uh, tickets for the, the first screening of Shape of Water. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was 54 bucks. Okay. Yeah. That's not crazy, crazy. Well, it's up there, but. I mean. But it was. It, it's a lot, but, you know, due to my budget concerns this year, I'm yeah. not doing the usual, like, buying, you know, 10 and 20 extra tickets for people. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. I'm still spending less this year than I have other years, but still, okay. it's like spending that much on one movie. It's, yeah. But it's Guillermo, and, you know, Mary worked on it, and it's Guillermo, so I'm pretty excited. And it was getting great reviews coming out of, I think, the Venice Film Festival. Okay. And the last time, I I think Guillermo put a screenshot on uh, Twitter where the Metacritic score was at something crazy, like above 90. 900 or something. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So I think it's going to be aight. Cool. No, yeah. Even, uh, no, he's great anything he makes is like there's something to yeah and that's the one i've been excited about from even before the venice uh kind of reviews came in like that was the one i was excited about even before the festival and anybody asked me like which one do you want to see this year it was shape of water so nice we'll see what it's like if i you know go to a premium screening and then i instantly regret it and think i'll never (laughs) do this again this might be the close. Well, we have to uh, find someone or interview someone that always gets gala tickets or something like that is like that actively involved, like or that has that much disposable income, yeah. or like that they love movies that much. You know, they love movies that much that they. Yeah, I they mean, you work. can buy a package that gets you nothing but galas. And how much is that? It's a lot. Yeah, I think it's a number too big it, it, to stay in my head. I've looked at it. Yeah. And then instantly, whatever. It goes into the tens yeah. of thousands, no? Yeah, no. like you know, some sort of tiny, you know, cerebral event, and then that information's gone. Oy. Yeah, Yikes. yeah, it, it's a number that is too big for me to, for seeing movies. And I say this as somebody who uses vacation time when they're working to see movies and pays basically double the price of a normal film to see movies at the festival and pays for the membership, that price for that program especially because so often such a large percent of them are coming up very soon i just can't not when there's like 300 other movies sure many of them may never come out or at least get wide release or you never get to see them in a packed theater like there's so many good movies that especially with netflix and the other streaming services now they come out and you can see them so it's not like the old days where you see something great at TIFF and then it doesn't even come out on video. Like now, eventually you'll see most or more things than you would back in the old days, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I also signed up for Shudder, the new okay. uh, horror streaming 
uh, service. That's where Colin Gettys works now. And uh, I'm sorry, part of the film festival or not part of the film? Not festival? part of the film okay, festival. Okay. Yeah. No. Because I know there's like an Amazon element this year. I didn't really read too deeply, but I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's. <laughs> uh, I was at Fan Expo on the weekend. Ah. Uh, didn't go for the whole time. Just went on Sunday to get some T-shirts and stuff. Okay. And uh, they had a booth for Shutter, and they were doing a free month trial. I mean, you didn't have to be a fan of the booth. You can just go to the website, and there's a free month trial. Nice. But one of the things that they have, in addition to some great sort of curated classic content, is uh, a new series from Neil Gaiman. So oh. not American Gods. It's like, I think each episode is a standalone. I'm not sure. I haven't started watching them yet. Interesting. So I was like, I'll sign up for this now. It's a free trial is for a month. So it'll be good to have some TIFF methadone after the festival. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some non-thinking. Yeah. 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 Cool. Very cool. So that was it. That was up. Yeah. So you were watching a rerun of Blackish tonight? Which episode yeah, was that? I, I don't I don't want to talk about it. I'm just trying to figure out like how to get free cable. Uh-huh. So I was like uh, oh, ABC, you have to pay for that. Right. But uh, I've been trying to wrap my head around Twin Peaks, and uh, I'm still processing it because it ended, or sorry, there was the finale this weekend. And uh, and me, I was a big Twin Peaks fan back in the 90s when it first aired. But? I'm sensing uh, but. There's no but. I'm just, I guess I'm jealous that you can just make things that make no sense and and people, I don't know, uh, I'm just waiting for the internet to go through it and tell me what it was about, because I watched every episode, and I'm like, I note, like, maybe it's all symbolic, maybe this is all a dream, I, where's Agent Cooper was only in the last couple episodes, like, it's very, I don't know what it is, I don't know what I watched, but uh, yeah, it, wasn't I, the tw- it wasn't the Twin Peaks I remember. I couldn't get through it at the beginning. Yeah, it I don't know great. if that's it can, because it I wasn't in a place to process it. But yeah. once it got past that midpoint where you could see, you know, I knew when it was on. You see people talking about it on Twitter, and I'm just I wasn't ready. Yeah, and and also there's the thing of like when so much time has passed, your favorite actors they don't they don't they don't got the glitz and glam that they had when they were in their twenties or whenever young they were. It's just like, oh, everyone gets old, like, you know, and and uh, so don't behave like you were when you were, when you were first on. To, anyway, it's just like, I don't get it. I just didn't get it. But, on one hand, yeah. I find that reminder of mortality comforting, but also depressing. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> that you also need to consider, do you think you are that much more mature now? Than you were when you first That's were true. watching the show. That's true. Uh, me, uh, I I do associate it with like being much younger and just sort of uh, re- seeing things could be more in depth, even on television. Yeah. Instead I don't of know. like, I'm sitcom. asking you like really deep in depth <laughs> questions. We might just want to edit it out. So. <laughs> It's fine. Just gonna say, I'm just I, like, yeah. I think that watching anything from your youth, yeah, it can be depressing or comforting. 
depending on the direction things have gone. And yeah. I think if you put anything through kind of the David Lynch filter, yeah, it's just going to be cray. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to be like, oh, that made sense. No. But like when he talks, like when he does talks and stuff, I just like so into his uh, ideas and stuff like that. But anyway, anyway, maybe we should wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we still have to talk about the rest of the schedule. Yes, we'll um, do that. Ho- ho- yeah, hopefully we can do that um, before get rolling into the film festival. And... Yeah, I mean, we got up to sort of day three, so we'll record another okay. one before there, hopefully. Cool. Although I'm awesome. looking at the schedule and it seems kind of tight. So you just quickly walk through the ones that I'm... Well, I already talked about Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. The other one is The Mountain Between Us. Okay. It's uh, Idris Elba trapped on a hill with, okay. uh, I believe it's... Uh, why can't I remember her name? Titanic. Oh, um, Kate. I know. Hot, not Kate Hudson. Stop it. No. Uh, it'll come. Yeah, but anyway. She, yeah, yeah. I'm concerned if she treats him the way she treated Leo uh, on the boat. Then, anyway, yeah. hopefully there's room for both of them on some sort of door to sled down a hill. And oh, then, oh. Uh, woman. I just hope. I just hope they both do are doing the British accents. No, I hope they're both doing English like American accents. Oh. That would be funny. I don't know. I think, I don't know what their character is supposed to be. Yeah. I know it said in the precy, but I don't remember. I think I just saw it just was in it and it fit in the schedule. Sure. Can't go wrong. And then uh, Woman Walks Ahead, and that was uh, the film about Sitting Bull, and that is the one uh, that was produced by uh, Erica Oldie's company. The woman that I did an episode with a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have picked that one anyway because of the Chastain, but definitely looking forward to it. And that one is at Scotia Bank. So right after Roy Thompson Hall, I have a hard turnaround there to get into Scotia Bank. So if the escalator's busted, that may be a uh, woman walks ahead, may be the movie where woman's ankle ends up broken. Or you can take the freight elevator in the back, like yeah. no one would stop you. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. And then I have a nice break to go to the walk-in clinic. I, is that <laughs> irony or uh, sarcasm? I don't know. Irony? Coincidence? Something? Okay. But yeah, sure. we'll see. And then uh, Don't Talk to Irene, which is directed by Pat Mills, who directed Guidance, which was okay. a film that I loved from a couple of festivals ago. So. Okay. That one is, I'm looking forward to that. And Gina Davis is in that one. Oh, amazing. So we'll see what's up. So, and then Shape of Waters after that, that night. So yeah, I have like a nice big break in the middle. Then I have a hard turnaround between Don't Talk to Irene at Scotiabank and then Shape of Water at Elgin. And then the next day I don't start until six, which is perfect because I think I'm going to be pretty toe from the flow up. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. And then... Uh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, that one. That's interesting. I finish up with the Black Cop. Black Cop. Night. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm picking a movie called Black Cop. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Sure. 
then uh, the next day is In the Fade with uh, Diane Kruger. And oh. then uh, another documentary, The Sammy Davis Jr., I've Gotta Be Me. Yes, yeah. Yep. Uh, then Meditation Park, and I legit can't remember what that's about. Okay. Uh, then I have from the master's program, the third murder, which is directed by, uh, the director of afterlife, which is one of my favorite films of all time. And I've talked about that movie a bunch. I'm not going to talk about it again. Look it up. And then, um, my first midnight madness, but it's not a midnight. Seeing it the day after let the corpses tan. Well, then after that manhunt, which Man. is a John Woo joint. Oh. Doves and guns, baby. Doves and muff guns. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, completely forgot about John Woo. No, yeah. not completely. Yeah. Like Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about the, yeah. And then Human Traces, which I don't remember what it's about, but I'm pretty sure I just picked it because it's a Jane. Uh, Shadow pick. Then uh, another movie that got great reviews out of recent film festival three billboards outside ebbing missouri uh that one i believe has peter dinklage in it and maybe francis mcdormand i don't even remember anyway the premise was basically this mother son uh something happens to him and she puts up billboards outside this town basically like calling out the police for like them not having investigated the cause of death mm-hmm. white lady though but still you know i think then, i've heard of this one i think i've heard of that one I have the Vince Carter documentary, The Carter Effect. Oh. Yeah. Or the Raptors documentary. I guess I don't know what it's about, but I thought, you know what? I remember like when we first got a basketball team and everyone was all yeah. excited and the whole Vince Carter of it all. And yeah. And then there was that period when he left. And yeah. I'm very curious about that. And well, his that, career never really took off as he thought it would. But yeah. maybe... After, after. I mean, being the, you know, the key player at the beginning of a franchise for a major North American city, I mean... It might go to your head a little bit. Maybe just a little. But maybe saying his career didn't take off, maybe it just, it started too high, you know? Maybe. Well, he thought, anyway, he thought he was, they brought him on to have the, to win, right? And then he thought he was the superstar, but then... It's a complicated thing, but it's just like then he left the Raptors so he could go on a winning team, but then he got injured and that like his 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 reign was over in the NBA at that point. Listen, that's my story. That's my condensed version of Vince nobody Carter's. brings a franchise to a city just so that they can say, listen, one day Jimmy from Degrassi is going to be cool and then <laughs> this will be a good city to play in. But basically, you're just keeping it warm until then. Like, like nobody, yes. you can't predict the future. No, we're, but we're they, I, I believe city. the owners, the owners wanted a win for that team within the first like three years or something like that. That's like, that's a fact. Well, but I, I have to, I have to footnote that I have to find it. And like, anyway, I guess we can talk about it next week after I see yeah. the documentary. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Unless it was done by little X, then I, it's not, he didn't direct it, did he? I don't think so. Okay. And I believe when he directs a film, it's Director X. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Well, no, because uh, he directed the movie that Floyd Kane, friend of the podcast, yes. wrote across the line. Yes. And it was Director X. Director X. Yeah. Right. But I don't think it's him. 
Okay. Uh, then the breadwinner, which is the, I think it's the Afghan Mulan animated film. Oh. Uh, young girl has to dress up like a boy in order to help feed the family after yeah. the dad's not able to. Yes. Uh, then Revenge, another Midnight Madness, but not at midnight. Is that a Korean? Is that a Korean? I don't think so. It's a woman yeah. and she looks covered in some sort of viscera, but I think she's white <laughs> underneath the viscera she's covered in. And this yeah. movie is actually one that's already been picked up by Shudder. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, if I'm too like busted that day and can't make it to my second movie, then that's okay. That's okay. And then uh, I finish off right now on the Saturday... I still have space on the Sunday if I want to pick up something or if there's like, you know, a Moonlight type film this year where they add a bunch mm-hmm. of screenings on the last day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is called High Fantasy. And I'm again, I don't, I'm not 100% sure I remember what it's about. But I think it's a bunch of friends go out and do some drugs and it makes them switch bodies. Oh, interesting. That sounds right, at least with the name <laughs> of the film. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. That's my schedule so far. Cool. Yeah. Another jam-packed one. But you're not killing yourself, like, early mornings in that jazz. No, I'm not killing myself with early mornings, but based on the state of my ankle right now and the uh, situation with the TIFF escalator at Scotiabank, who knows? Yeah. You might, um, an ice pack might be part of your carry carry pack for the uh, going uh, theater to theater. I may just be dragging a stump by the end of the week. Who knows? <laughs> right. Or well, I could get one of those scooters. Oh, yeah, that'd be weird, though. But yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. I'd like to, I don't know, decorate it, you know? Yeah. Pimp that fi- ride. Yeah, just like they have, like, just like those people in Parkdale, right? You have the dolls, the doll heads strapped to them and I think the I'd like my rascal to look like... Uh, the plastic flowers. T'Challa's throne in Wakanda. Okay, sure. Yeah. I think I'd move. go for... Yeah. And then you'd always do move or you will be moved. Right. Like if people are in your way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no. Because now when I crumple to the ground in pain, all I'll be thinking of is my customized mobility device. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Maybe we'll wrap this up? Yes. Now we'll wrap it up. All right, I, I guess that wraps up this episode, but it we'll does. have uh, we'll have other ones coming up soon, very soon. Follow oh, us. Oh, yeah, go one, ahead. One FOMO thing. Yeah. Um, even with my membership status, I'm still not industry. They nice. have a special program for industry people. Yes. In the past, I've never accidentally stumbled across it, but because there's so many other sites that let you sort of see the different schedules. Okay. Like Tiffer, that people use for scheduling. I just noticed that this year, there's going to be a special event with Larry Wilmore for industry. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be in town talking about whatever, being Larry Wilmore stuff. Oh, we should reach out. Yeah. So can't, there's no way I can buy a ticket or any normal person can buy a ticket. You'd have to be presser industry to get in. Okay. Yeah, so we just need to find people who look like the us who work in the press. Yeah, and uh, steal their identities. Yeah, next episode I have to tell you about some like crazy Jedi level of like getting into industry things where this person knows their name is not on the list but still asks for it. 
and like gets oh. into the venue. And I was just like, that just blew my mind. Like, I'm like, I got to learn that stuff. Yeah. Like you say your my- name with such authority that they <laughs> yeah. just let you in yeah. because they assume that you should be there. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll talk uh, next episode. And yes. yeah, definitely Larry Wilmore. That'd be cool. I know. Uh, but uh, check us out on Stitcher. Yes. and iTunes iTunes please subscribe and uh, we'll or just talk listen to you. straight from inatif.com sure yeah or download from the site yeah inatif.com uh, I think we we might do a refresh maybe of the site anyway that's that's maybe. on you okay listen. that's neither that's not neither here nor there right now but uh, tune in please commit to it on air okay I'd love thanks it. thanks for listening <laughs> oh it's cutting out something's cutting out it's cutting out uh And we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks. Peace.